Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, talking about the 2020 film, The Hunt. I'm not going to get into too many details, because I think this is a movie people should watch, if you can take the graphic violence. The short version of this is... A, it didn't really deserve all the press it got for being negative on one side or the other political fence, and it's just an okay movie. But if you like this kind of thing, and the gore and everything else, and strong female characters, you may actually enjoy this. I wanted to see this when it first came out. Like everyone, I read all of the controversy about it, and I just never got around to seeing it because the reviews were like, it's okay. You know, after it came out. The controversy all happened after a couple test screenings, by the way, and we'll give you a little history. But again, the short version of this is, if you think you like this version, or if you've ever liked any version of The Most Dangerous Game, which I'll get into details about that story coming up, and with an obvious political... I don't want to say slant, because it's really not not for either side to enjoy... And I'll get into that detail. But anyway, like I said, graphic violence, it's 90 minutes, it's short, it's mostly well acted, it's mostly well directed, it's not a terrible film. Long version, Craig Zobel directed this. He's known more for directing TV shows, and he's done some really good ones, actually, than movies. And this, they started making this, like, 2019, finally came out in 2020, but the little history behind it, and it didn't make a lot of money. It had a $14 million budget, grossed about $16 million, probably doing better in streaming than it ever did in theaters. And this came out, you know, in 2020, right? Yeah, the, well, anyway. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and get into some of the history of it first. After two negative test screenings, Universal pulled the movie because they said that test audiences weren't comfortable with the politics of the movie. Two or three days later, uh, the president at the time, I hate to mention his name, um, came out on the side that it was just there to incite craziness, violence, whatever the quote was. Um, Some conservative media jumped on it. And I'll state right now, I'm not a conservative or a liberal. I don't describe myself in political terms. I'm a very smart person. I read the news. I watch the news. I keep up to date with everything political and world news-ly. But I don't look at them as heroes or champion them or whatever. I've met many politicians throughout my career, and most of them are just out to keep power, no matter how much they say they're doing something for the people or whatever. Please. Anyway, uh, to me, politics is a necessary evil, and it's something that just frustrates me. So I don't, you know, I pay attention to what's going on with the big names. But other than that, the the minutiae that goes on beneath, not so much. So originally, the conservative side of the fence came out and said this was negative towards them. And let me tell you what the movie is really about. Um, Liberals are hunting conservatives for sport. That's the basic gist of the movie. That's what happens. A group of people wake up uh, in a field. They don't know why they're there. And you can tell by what everybody says which side of the political fence the quote-unquote deplorables are on (laughs) and which side of the fence the elite are on. But I'll be honest with you, kids. It doesn't paint either one in a positive light. It really doesn't. It doesn't stand on one side or the other. Matter of fact, that's one of the best things about the movie is you don't really know the intention of the filmmakers on what side they were trying to. To me, and what I got out of it on first watch, 
They are trying to illustrate the vast divide between the two sides of the political fence, how, how far apart we've gotten and how we can't see each other's side in any way, shape, or form. Because honestly, I mean, for people to say, well, it's against conservatives. Well, the conservatives are kind of the heroes because they're the ones who are kidnapped and being hunted, and the liberals are pretty much the bad guys. But on the flip side, they said, well, you know, it's it, it's actually a satire and it's trying to go the other way. No, I think the filmmakers' intentions were to show how crazy both sides can get <laughs> and just not paying attention to what uh, the others have to say or anything like that. And it does delve into political correctness, news media changing things, you know, that kind of stuff. But all in all, it's a 90-minute, um, very gory action film that I had a good time with, actually. It, it, you know, I started watching it because I had some time to kill. It was on HBO Max for free, so I'm like, why not? Um, while I was waiting to watch another movie or whatever, and I figured I wouldn't have to finish it, and I did. <laughs> um the filmmaking is pretty good. Like I said, the director is known more for, for television episodes than he is for making big films. But, you know, executing this was not, not terribly easy considering how they slowly reveal the facts of what's really going on and who's behind it and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was handled, handled pretty well for the most part. The action's pretty good, and I love Betty Gilpin in this movie. She plays Crystal, has to go up against Hilary Swank and the other uh, elites, if you will. And she's fantastic in the movie. A lot of other people are great in the movie. There's some Emma Roberts is in this, Ethan uh, Suppley is in this, Amy Madigan. There's just uh, actors pop up and you go, wow, wow, I didn't know they were in this. Um, But I've seen better versions of this story without the politics. It is based on the original book, The Most Dangerous Game, which has been made into a variety of movies over the last 90 years or so, 80 years. Um, The one you've probably seen is Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme, where uh, some bad guys are finding the appropriate people uh, to be hunted by rich people who pay to do so. So this movie takes that story idea and then just slathers it in a whole bunch of political terms on both sides of the fence. Were they 100% successful? Well, obviously not, because people are still confused what the movie's about. And I'm sorry, I'm watching it first time. I got it. It's not about one side or the other. It's showing how crazy they both are. We've gotten a little ridiculous in this country and others. Um, My side's right and your side's wrong. Growing up, Republicans and Democrats were pretty much cut from the same cloth in the 70s and early 80s, for the most part, you know, it, there were slight differences in each platform, but, you know, you could basically say, well, you know, either or. These days, it's so radically different in, in, I, I just don't understand why you can't all get along. Vote for whoever you're going to vote for and move on with your life. That's how I do it, but anyway. So the movie, it's worth watching if you have an interest in it. If, if you want to see a different version of the Dangerous Game, it obviously... Even uh, critics didn't know because it's been called an action comedy. It's been called a political action movie, heart slash horror film. And yeah, uh, early on in the film, somebody gets their eyeball pulled out and it showed right to the camera and several people get their heads blown off right in camera. <laughs> and People are killed with arrows, hand grenades, you name it. It's quite gory. And the gore is mostly practical and done really, really well. When there's blood splatter, it's real. It's not CG. Um, I got to say that they did, you know, they doubled down on all the practical effects and that made it much better. It's a little murky in the politics by design. They didn't want to come down on one side or other and that people still don't get what the movie is about kind of boggles my mind. But 
that is what it is. Again, short version, the movie's entertaining, but not the best thing I've ever seen, but I didn't turn it off, and I was quite surprised uh, and and really kind of enjoyed the ending. (laughs) But The Hunt is available on streaming services. Uh, I watched it free on HBO Max. The stream was solid, looked great. Um, It's not a bad flick. It's just, you know, not everybody is super thrilled with what it says about their side or the other side, and I get that, but... I like art, movies, and music that make you think, and this movie kind of did. It could have been done better. The movie could have been executed better. The politics could have been executed better. But overall, considering it was a $14 million budget and, and you know, made on the cheap, kind of as most Blumhouse films are made, um, it turned out okay. And it's not bad, but I'm glad they got a—it's interesting that the, the political— uh, hubbub that it caused when it was first being made back in 2019 when the first test screenings happened um, didn't carry over to big box office because it really didn't. But now that we're a year and a half removed from this and watching it now, well, like I said, not bad. Best review I can give for it. So check out The Hunt on streaming services if you'd like. It, it definitely wasn't a bad way to waste under 90 minutes. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. TheRockfile.com is my website. Please check it out for links and more. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, and have a spectacular day. Mm-hmm.